So I wanted to uh, just kind of look at a couple of verses this morning that really have to do with respecting uh, our elders. Now maybe you grew up uh, like I did where you were told, now this is going to, um, you know, I'm only 41. And I know y'all laugh when I say that I, I'm starting to, you know, I've got these glasses on now. And, and I can't stay up late anymore and get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. So your body has a way of reminding you, hey, buddy, you're not as young as you used to be. You may be young, but it's a different level now. Uh, but I remember being told these type things. Children uh, only speak when they are spoken to. You ever heard that one? Uh, there's a few more I heard, but they're not, uh, should not be said in church about, you know, what, what can happen to a young person. If You know, my father, uh, and I'm so grateful that I still have my parents. Uh, I know so many who, who do not. My father would have been a great evangelist because he, he was always telling me when I got in trouble that I better give my heart to God. And I'll let you finish the rest of it. But he was always telling me, you better give your heart to God. Uh, and, and I guess at, at some point I did. Um, but I want to take a look at what does it mean for us in our culture today? What does it mean to respect your elders? Well, in the, in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, uh, Jewish custom was very big on respecting older people, right? I think in a way we have lost that today. Uh, we have lost the idea that those who have come before us uh, we should listen to. They may know something we don't. Uh, they may know, uh, they may have, now, no, they may not have walked in your shoes, but they may have walked the path that you are walking. So I want to take a look at why we should respect our elders uh, in a society where thousands, maybe millions in the world, of elderly people are, are put away, never to be seen again. This is not, and please hear me, this is not a don't put your elderly family members in a nursing home. I understand that has to happen. What we're talking about is don't neglect them. Don't put them away, never to be seen again. Some of the most heartbreaking moments I've ever seen as a minister was doing League of Mercy visitation and having people beg me not to leave their room because they just never see anyone. Not too long ago, I came across a short story where a young boy, very young boy, and an elderly man are having a little conversation over how people treat them. And the story goes like this. Said the little boy, sometimes I drop my spoon. Said the little old man, I do that too. The little boy whispered, I wet my pants sometimes. The old man laughed, I do that too. Said the little boy, I often cry. The old man nodded in silence, so do I. But worst of all, said the boy, it seems grown-ups don't pay attention to me. And at that point, he felt the warmth of a wrinkled old hand. I know what you mean, said the little old man. Unfortunately, that story has more truth in it that many of us would want to believe. We are not to neglect the aged, simply because younger generations believe that the elderly have nothing to offer society anymore. We think 
I hope we don't think this, but some people do, that they are worthless, that they have nothing to share with us. In fact, nothing could be farther from the truth. I was blessed, and I can only describe my childhood. I don't know what you grew up with, but I was blessed to grow up right next door to my grandparents. And my grandmother's youngest child of 10 was my father. So she, uh, she was uh, in her mid-60s by the time I understood what was going on. So she would have been 100 years old this year. Uh, lost her 21 years ago. But I am indebted to the Lord for the time I had with my grandparents. And I would say to you this morning, if you still have your grandparents or your parents, treat them with respect. Don't talk to them like trash because they're not. They are a gift from God. Leviticus 19 verse 32, God commanded Moses in writing these words that you should rise in the presence of the aged, show respect for the elderly, and revere your God. I am the Lord. So God is commanding the Israelites to respect their elders and why? Because in so doing, you are giving respect to God. And so this is why we should continue to follow this command. In fact, in Job, Job discusses the idea that a younger person would not even speak until a, uh, an older person was finished speaking. What a concept. We should follow this command even today because it's our responsibility to be good stewards and take care of the elderly in our communities. And when I say in our communities, that may mean in your family. This is not a responsibility that your parents give you. We all know the joke about, you know, I've got a good kid and I know I, this is going to be the one that I hope picks my nursing home, not the other one. But this isn't a responsibility that our parents give us. It's a responsibility that the Lord gives us. It comes straight from the Word of God. And I believe one of the reasons that God commands us to respect and honor older adults is because of the wisdom that they have to offer. One of my favorite books in the Old Testament is the book of Proverbs, and there's so many uh, neat little uh, quotes about wisdom. One says in Proverbs 13, verse 20, He who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. We learn that in this way. Birds of a feather flock together, right? You ever spent time, you don't have to answer this out loud, but have you ever spent time listening to an older person and, and some of the things that they've been through, some of the things that they've experienced? One of, the, one of the great treasures that I think of in my own memories is going to my grandparents and saying, Tell, tell me, this is what I would say, tell me about the old days. But what's interesting is my grandmother would always start with, well, there were no cars. And I would think, now, wait a minute. There were cars when you were alive. And she would say, not where we lived. There's so much to glean from someone who has lived longer than you. And no matter what your age today, there is usually someone that you know that's a little more older, that's a little more wiser. When you're going through an issue, and I'm so grateful uh, for those that I've had in my own core 
Uh, as you know, it's interesting now as I get a little older, I'm not the youngest person in the Corps anymore. I used to be. Uh, one, we went to one core appointment and the guy said, you know, I remember when the core officer was like my dad. And as I got a little older, the core officer was like my brother. And then he looked at me and he said, well, I guess we've come full circle now. But, you know, there's a wealth of information that older people have that no school book could ever give you. There's head knowledge and then there's heart knowledge. And there's knowledge that comes with experience. Even as a young person, when you read the Word of God, there's so much truth in it. But let me tell you, there's also so many things that you're not going to learn until you experience life. We can learn to be better people by listening to the achievements and the failures that they have made. So in, in, in the Old Testament days, uh, older people were given special respect. Age and experience were associated with wisdom and understanding. In fact, Exodus chapter 20 in the New, in the, in the new Commandments, in the old, the old Commandments, the Ten Commandments, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, in the Ten Commandments, we often forget that the honor of thy father and mother came with a promise that if you did, you would live longer. Uh, I think maybe that's because, you know, it's like the saying that you, the only reason why you don't kill your children as teenagers is so you'll have grandchildren. Maybe some of that was tied into that. But that's why we find verses in Scripture such as Proverbs 13.20 and this one found in Proverbs 16.31. Somebody already mentioned gray hair, but it says, Gray hair is a crown of splendor. It is attained by a righteous life. You see, what the, what the Bible would describe is that that obedience, if you were following a life of obedience, people would see that because you had lived long. And in that, in, that, in that living, you were doing the right things, and so you would live long. Let me just say this, and, and I understand things happen, tragedies happen, but when you read the Word of God, you can really make a case for the fact that you will actually live longer if you will obey God and not get into trouble and do things that God is is not wanting us to do. Older adults not only have wisdom to share, but they can also help the younger generations as they prepare for life's uncertainties. Because what's uncertain to me, or anyone younger to me, someone else can say, hey, I know what that's like. Let me show you how I went through this. Let me give you a little bit of uh, help, a little bit of, little bit of assistance. I love this other story of, of an old man who helps a younger man uh, and he leaves a legacy for him. This is what it says. It says, an old man going down a long highway came in the evening, cold and gray, to a chasm vast and deep and wide through which was flowing a sullen tide. The old man crossing in the twilight dim, that swollen stream held no fears for him. But he turned when safe on the other side and built a bridge to span the tide. Old man, said a fellow pilgrim near, you are wasting your strength with building here. Your journey will end with the end ending day. You never again will pass this way. You have crossed the chasm deep and wide. Why build you this bridge at the even tide? The builder lifted his old gray head. Good friend, in the path I have come, he said. There follows me, there follows after me today a youth 
whose feet must pass this way. This swollen stream, which was naught to me, to that fair-haired youth may a pitfall be. He, too, must cross in the twilight dim. Good friend, I am building this bridge for him. You know, I had um, this, just as I began this week and as I ended this week, I was reminded, even in our Salvation Army, as I said farewell to a, a soldier from Charlotte Temple, uh, who'd been an officer over four decades, uh, always uh, a, a great faithful corps officer. And then yesterday when I went to see the, the cadet welcome and uh, got to see Micah, and, and he's doing great. He's their flag bearer. But we had an amazing little time in that service where they retired uh, several session flags. And what they're doing now is saying if a whole session of officers once they are promoted to glory, they will retire this flag. But the great thing was, before we all saluted these last session flags, the new session's flag walked between them, reminding us that they paved the way for where we are today. And, um, and the commis Commissioner Howell actually uh, said this, and I just thought it was so good. Uh, this is what he said, Without them then there would be no us now. Without them then, there would be no us now. Friends, that's why we respect our elders. That's why we should listen when they speak. Does that, does that mean every older person has wisdom? No. You know that and I know that. But the majority of them do. Those who are living Christ-like lives have so much to give us. Older adults in your core, though they weren't always older adults. Those men that you see uh, slumped over with a World War II hat on in their day, you didn't mess with them. They were good men. They were strong men. And today, they still have something to give. The scariest thing about a nation is that we lose the values that older adults have kept all their life. And if you want to know the future of any country, watch how they treat babies and old people. And if we're not giving them respect, we're in trouble. We cannot forget what they teach us, what they have done to make our lives better and easier. You know, my first Sunday when I walked into this chapel... I stood and looked around and I thought, you know what? I'm standing on a lot of people's shoulders. No matter where I've ever been, I'm standing on their shoulders. Some of them I've known, some of them I've known, and they're with the Lord now. But I always realize that, and I hope you realize this too in your own life, you are where you are today because somebody helped you get there. And more than likely, they were older, and they were wiser. So yes, it's still important to follow some of these old rules. Rise in the respect of the aged. Show respect for the elderly and revere your God. When we respect those who have come before us, that doesn't mean that you have to be their best friend. It doesn't mean that you agree with everything that they've ever done in their life. But in so doing, in, in respecting the elderly, which also could be translated those in authority, 
then you're also respecting God. There was a quote from a, a movie called Band of Brothers where the man said, we salute the rank, not the man. You know, you may not agree with someone. You don't have to be best friends with everyone, even in, in the family of God. But I would remind you of that phrase. If you cannot respect the man or the woman, respect the fact that they have lived longer, that maybe they do have things that they could teach you. Sometimes the very people God uses to teach us and to help us are the very ones that we probably wouldn't say much to if, if we could have our own choice about it. And yet they are the ones that God will use. God doesn't put them in your way. He puts them in your path to help you along your way. Now, I don't know why a lot of folks could care less about what happens to the elderly, but I will just say this, especially if you're a little younger, watch how you talk to older people. Some, of, some folks I've seen, the way you talk to younger, uh, older people, I don't know how you, how you have a tooth in your head. But respect them. Because I'm here to tell you, one day you won't have them. And you want to look back at that time that you had with them and, and think of good memories, good times, not times of strife and times of disagreement. So this morning, I want to remind you, this, this message is just a reminder that older adults, those that are wise in your family, they are not a burden, they are a gift from God. And we would be wise to use those gifts that He has given them. There's not a person in this room, no matter your age, no matter how young you are or how old you are, that cannot be used of God. If you're still breathing this morning, God can still use you. Maybe you know someone who has no family close by and would like to have some company. You can minister to that person. We're living in a time where it's not what we've learned over the past 15 months or so. Isolation is not good. It affects us not just physically, but more than anything, it affects us mentally. You'll never know what picking up the phone, if you can't go visit someone, and just saying, hey, I was thinking about you. Or sending a card. Or just having a, a cup of coffee with someone. Whether it's your mom, your grandmother, your grandfather, or just someone you know, take the time to respect and honor them as God would have you to. You never know what wisdom they may have to share with you unless you take the time to listen. We need to be faithful in respecting those who have come before us, who have built that bridge, so to speak, for us. Because it's because of them that our lives are better. When you think about your parents or your grandparents or, or maybe uh, as, as retired officers, those who came before you, let's face it, our lives are better because of them, because of the sacrifices that they made. There's bridges that have been built and continue to, to last because of the legacy that they had. And why did they have that legacy? Because they, in their own way, they were faithful to God. When we respect those who come before us, what are we doing? We are respecting God. Friends, I would just remind you too, as, as you live and as you deal with one another, 
be gentle, be kind. Uh, the world is a rough, tough place. We're not called to be John Wayne. We're not called to be rough and tough. We're called to be kind and gentle. Jesus was gentle. He was kind. We need to be that way with others as well. Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful. Even as, we, as I stand in this room, uh, knowing, Lord, how this place was built, this, this sanctuary, uh, knowing, Lord, those who have come before me, and I stand on their shoulders. Lord, I'm grateful for those who, come, who have came before me. And I pray, Lord, as, as I hope the prayer is for each person here, that those that, that will come after us, that, we will, that they will know that we did our part to make their lives better, to leave a legacy, Lord, not, not in our name, but in your name, for your glory, that we will respect those who are older, who are wiser, that we will not neglect those that have so much to offer us. Lord, we thank you for those that are wise, that continue to give input, that continue to give encouragement to those that come after them. Lord, may we in our own lives leave a legacy worth following because we do it in your name and for your glory. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.